Today is Thursday, December 14th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Loop and Tie. Does the idea of finding the perfect gift for everyone on your list stress you out? This year, turn your gift-giving budgets into social impact with Loop and Tie. Loop and Tie is the first and only carbon regenerative gifting service and allows your gift recipient to select a gift that they want. Give the gift that gives back by trying Loop and Tie for yourself by visiting loopandtie.com and using code BETCHES for 15% off your first order. We have many stories today, starting with the Supreme Court, which said yesterday that it will hear a case regarding the Biden administration's policy intended to increase access to the abortion pill mifepristone. The case was brought by a group of doctors and medical associations which are opposed to abortion rights, and the ultimate ruling could have significant consequences on future restrictions, including how it can be obtained, who can prescribe it, and when it can be taken. This is actually a separate case from the one that was formerly brought challenging the FDA's authority to have issued approval for Mifepristone in the first place, and the justices are expected to issue their ruling on that by the end of next year. Something else we can all look forward to. As we know, that's not the only case that the Supreme Court has announced they'll hear this week. After announcing a few days ago that they'll hear DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith's request to rule on whether Donald Trump has absolute immunity from prosecution since being president, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, who's overseeing the case in D.C., said yesterday that her court will pause any further proceedings while the Supreme Court considers that question. She still left open the possibility of keeping the current trial start date of March 4th, and she took the opportunity to add that this does not excuse Trump from continuing to obey her gag order regarding how badly he's allowed to insult the special counsel and other witnesses outside of court. Our 2024 calendar is just filling up right now. Moving on from the judiciary branch, the House of Representatives is very busy these days. Yesterday, the House passed a bipartisan resolution condemning anti-Semitism on college campuses. Seems easy enough. However, the vote nearly failed, as it was done under a process known as suspension of the rules, which requires two-thirds of the House to pass, or 290 votes. It ultimately did pass, with a vote of 303 to 126, with 84 Democrats voting in favor and 125 against it. Many of these Democrats voted against the measure on the grounds that the resolution called for the resignation of the Harvard and MIT presidents who had testified last week, arguing that it's unacceptable, unprecedented even, for Congress to use their power to call for private citizens to resign from their jobs. Also, how does this really help Jews? Certainly not by helping to beat those running the world accusations. And I'm Jewish, so don't come for me. The House of Representatives' other big achievement yesterday was that they voted to authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden to examine whether he improperly benefited from his son Hunter's foreign business dealings. This vote came just hours after Hunter refused to testify before a House committee in a closed session. He would have done a public session, though. And instead, he gave public remarks, saying, quote, In the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that's grounds for an impeachment inquiry is shameless. There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Anyway, yesterday, the Biden of international consequence came up with a temporary solve for the issue of immediately providing Ukraine with more military aid to continue to hold off the Russian army. 
Although the Republican House majority has continued to block voting on a military aid package, President Biden appears to have found something of a way around that. Very Mitch McConnell of him, who, by the way, haven't heard from in a while. And yesterday, Biden announced that he will authorize $200 million in aid from military funding that had already been pre-approved. Along with the announcement, Biden added that, quote, Without supplemental funding, we're rapidly coming to an end of our ability to help Ukraine respond to the urgent operational demands that it has. Maybe Biden should just try winter is coming and people will get it. At the Federal Reserve's final policy meeting of 2023, officials have decided to leave interest rates unchanged within the 5.25 to 5.5 range for the third consecutive meeting. They simultaneously suggested that the rate hikes could be over as inflation has successfully been brought down without the country entering a recession. Dark Brandon again. Most top Fed officials forecast cutting rates three or more times in 2024, with the target rate for December 2024 being 4.6% and 36 by the end of 2025. In celebration, the Dow Jones hit an all-time high just over 37,000 points yesterday, going up 500 points or 1.4% in just one day. 18 children in California have filed a lawsuit against the Environmental Protection Agency, claiming that it has violated their constitutional rights by failing to protect them from the effects of climate change. The plaintiffs range in age from 8 to 17. The lead plaintiff is a 17-year-old whose parents can't afford air conditioning. And as the number of extreme heat days increases, she is unable to function in her home on those days. The lawsuit does not seek compensation beyond plaintiff costs and attorney's fees but asks for various declarations about the environmental rights of children and the EPA's responsibility to protect them. Because declarations have famously changed a lot in this space. For our final story, Tesla announced that the company is recalling over 2 million vehicles after the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration concluded that its autopilot features are unsafe and can be misused by drivers. The recall covers nearly all Tesla vehicles sold in the U.S., and will deploy a free software remedy remotely, which will add more alerts and controls that encourage drivers to remain alert while using the autopilot feature. Just another day at one of Elon Musk's unicorn companies. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media, and thanks again to our sponsor, Loop & Tie. Loop & Tie is the first and only carbon regenerative gifting service and allows your gift recipients to select the gifts that they want. They source all of their gifts from independent creators, makers, and artisans. Plus, for every gift you send, they sequester four pounds of carbon from the atmosphere. So try Loop and Tie for yourself by visiting loopandtie.com and using code BETCHES for 15% off your first order. Perfect timing for the holidays. That is loopandtie.com and use code BETCHES for 15% off your first order. And until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 